Are you looking to level up your author business? Are you pounding your head against a wall, wondering what your next step should be? Then join me, Daniel Wilcox. And me, Sasha Black, as we haul ass each week in a bid to level up. Level up. Come along for the ride as we delve deep into the business of writing, craft, entrepreneurship, and every level of the author journey. This is the Next Level Author Podcast. Hello, Achievers. This is episode 81 of the Next Level Author Podcast, a podcast where we hold each other to account and track our step-by-step progress as we level up our author business. My name is Sasha Black, and here with me every week is... Daniel Wilcox. Hello, buddy. How are you? How's your week been? You know what? It's been been a good week this week. Just not like amazing, not like... It's just, it's just good. Like it's been like a solid week. Um, I have had news with my house, so I'm now at the point where like paperwork is starting to fly left, right, and center, and it looks like things could be closed up in the next few weeks, and I'll have some kind of moving date. And Ooh. just in general, that has lifted like a huge weight off my shoulders because I didn't realize I was I was basically just in limbo for ages. I got to the point where like I'd done what I needed to do. And then we were waiting on the seller to send some stuff over. And then there was all the sort of behind the scenes solicitor stuff. And it was just, it was just a limbo. Like I didn't know what was going on. And now we're at the point where literally I got thrown about 10 different documents and went, okay, here are the things you need to sign. Here are the different things, send them over, um, sorted out closing, like a help to buy ISA and all that kind of jargon that I need to do. And yeah, so that has lifted away. And then I've also, and this kind of goes into the thing that I've enjoyed this week. Um, I've also been running my NaNoWriMo Preppers challenge this week, which has been a lot of fun because it's a free challenge. It's run Monday to we're recording this on Friday. So today is the last day and ended up getting 94 people involved on the Facebook group, which is awesome. Like very, very happy with that. And it also confirmed one of my theories about the last minuters because uh, we were advertising for about two or three weeks and we had probably maybe about 30 people with five days left to go and then literally the last two days it was just person 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 and I I think I've said this on this podcast but in my old job when we used to run events it used to be very very similar when something launched you normally get a bit of a tail and then it dips down and basically you get barely anything it just trickles over however many weeks you run a campaign Mm -hmm. and in that last two days specifically (laughs) everyone suddenly goes oh if I don't do this now I miss out and it actions people to do the thing so yeah yeah, it's it's been fun, and I've had lots of people in there just chatting. It's been nice to see some people from Next Level Authors. We've had uh, people like Bobby and Ember and Aro getting involved, um, and yeah, just it's been it's been a solid little week. Love it. How about I, yours? Um... Well, I'm really pleased for you. Um, I completely understand the limbo thing with a house. I remember Mm. it well. Um, It's not a fun place to be, but um, I'm so excited for you to like get your own place. I am really super excited. I can't wait to um, crack a bottle of champers on your door as if it was a boat and we name the house. Just swing it. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Big hand. Wanker. Um, yeah, so oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to celebrate with you. And soon. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, soon. Got to get a Christmas um, tree. Yeah, you do. Uh, how's my week been? My week has been fantastic. I am like really on a roll here with joy. Like, I genuinely attribute it to having finished loads of stuff. Mm. Um, I, I think I got so many energy pennies from just finishing shit. Um, 
and I'm trying to continue that role of finishing things. So I'm trying really hard not to take anything else on. Um, I've got a beta read for my critique partner that um, I have decided to take on sooner rather than later. And the reason for that is I want to go into next year completely clear. Um, so I'm going to do that. Um, and yeah, like I can't explain how much joy I'm experiencing on so many different levels and having um having the time and the space has meant that I can like randomly pivot and like add extra things in that are actually things that I really want to do so I can talk about that uh shortly um and I that you you recall there was a thing you had a thing for a long time which you then announced and then I had a thing yeah and then we've not spoken about that thing and I still can't really speak about that thing but last night the thing more or less got pushed over the line. And so now I'm just waiting for the uh, proverbial ink to dry. And then um, I will be able to announce. And it is exciting for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's exciting for me. So I can't wait to share um, that. Um, is that the next NLA t-shirt line? Don't talk about the thing. <laughs> yeah, the thing. <laughs> Hashtag the thing. Um mm. Yeah. And what else? Yeah, I don't know. I've just been working really hard this week on the right things. And that has also brought me joy. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm in a good place. I'm in a good place. Um, OK, so we've done a check in. Level up. What le- le- Level up. We have this week comes to you from Kerry Hardesky, who says I'm counting this as a huge level up. This YouTube channel reviewed my Vela project and I have not stopped smiling since the video went live. Aww. It's only five minutes long. He read the first three chapters of the video since they're free. I never thought anything would come from this project. It's fun to write. And I thought the pennies earned would be a nice little perk. Literal pennies. I made 11 cents in August. LOL. Uh, I want to go through the other reviews for other stories to read. That's huge. I love it when you actually get sort of real evidence that people are reading your book because just writing it for hours on end in a silent room. And then you throw it out into the internet for people who will likely not contact you to read it on a device. It's really nice when you get those, those moments of someone just reaching out or you know, sharing that they've enjoyed your stuff. So yeah, well done, Carrie. Exactly. That's awesome. Um, okay. And so patrons, any new patrons? No new patrons this week, but for anyone okay. that wants to get more from the show, get the behind the scenes, go and join into our live Q and A's, which the next one is on October the 20th. Then you can head on over to nextlevelauthors.com forward slash, no, patreon.com forward slash nextlevelauthors. That's next week. That's next week. That's yeah. well, what will be tomorrow if you're listening to this on the day of release. Yeah. Um, notices do you have a notice i have a notice so um i am running a spontaneous last minute masterclass not last minute really because it's two weeks it feels last minute to me because i haven't had it planned (laughs) in for seven thousand months but um no i am going to run a halloween special masterclass uh all about villains so we are going to look at uh, creating a villain as a protagonist which is a little unusual we're going to be looking at um villain arcs origin stories how to give your villains more depth and if you participate um 
then you will also get the recording. You will get audio transcripts. You will get um, the slide deck. You'll get a cheat sheet type thing uh, to take away and you'll get access to that for like Evs. Um, and uh, also uh, fancy dress is encouraged. I am going to be in fancy dress whilst presenting and teaching this. Bring a bit of poison, steal some candy from kids, all of that good stuff. Um, yeah, and it's going to be on... Um, so for people in America, it will be sort of afternoon time. Uh, and for people in the UK, it will be evening of Halloween after the kiddos in, are in bed. And then for people on the other side of the world, in sort of Australia and New Zealand, it will be first thing in the morning on the Monday, the 1st of November. Um, so, yeah, if you would like to find out more, then visit sashablack.co.uk Click shop. And then it is like the first item in the shop at the moment. Um yeah come join me i'm i am like fucking giddy with excitement at getting to teach this and dig into a topic that is like one of my favorite topics um and it's also stuff i haven't presented on before so like there are things there are some things like that you may have heard me speak about but a lot of this is shaping villains in a different direction like as protagonists so yeah this will be new stuff so yeah i'm excited love it that's very exciting are you gonna dress up as a pizza I am not going to dress up as a pizza. As a Hawaiian I pizza. Couldn't, I could never. <laughs> I think I could never take that away from Jenna. Like the only person that can dress up as a pizza and get away with it is Jenna. Um, so yeah, I could never do that. I just couldn't. I just would be in her shadow. So there you go. Her <laughs> large triangular shadow. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, boot camp uh, Nano Remote is fast approaching. For people who joined my preppers challenge, um, if you're listening to this on you know the day that it comes out. Um, you will have received a discount code as for getting involved in the challenge. Um, but yeah, it'll be, it's less than two weeks now until Nano. So if you want to find a community, if you want to get involved with a challenge and really be part of a go get it community, we have sort of tracking sheets. We have live zoom sprints. We have a whole online community dedicated to helping people reach that 50,000 word goal. Then head on over to danielwilcox.com forward slash Nano. 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 What have you enjoyed this week? Nothing. This week's been shit. Um, the prep challenge. Like, honestly, it's... Uh, I, was, I was talking to a friend this week. Like, I still find it bizarre that we can put content out there, advertise a thing, and then people come and they, like, consume the stuff that we put into the world. And because the bizarre thing is I've done... This will be my sixth nano. Um, I failed my first, but I don't count that as a failure because it still basically tripled how many words I was getting in a month. And then since then, it's been four completed nanos, and you know all the author coaching and stuff has happened over the last year like last boot camp i got to actually work with authors and see how other people get themselves through nano and so essentially what i i gave out this week was a book's worth of stuff on how to conquer nano which you know i might turn into a book who knows it's, it's at least like ten thousand words at this point um and so yeah it's just been fun seeing that seeing it like help people lots of people get involved in sharing their own tips and their own wisdom and I, it, it just it reminds me and I always like being reminded just how everyone has their own path to writing their book so programs and things that I'm familiar with other people have like suggested that people have different writing tips different like reward systems and it's just yeah it's been nice sort of um just getting involved in chatting to other authors and helping mm, mm, I love it um <clears throat> how about you well so the thing I've enjoyed this week is uh, under the whispering door by tj clune um that's so your second this- tj clune this year 
that is my second TJ Clune this year. Um, this is going to be one of the masterclasses that I'm running, which is why there are so many sticker tabs in it. Um, yeah. So Rebel Readers. It's like it's got a disease. Yeah, it does. Um, so for listeners who can't see, the book is like, it's a massacre of sticky notes, basically. Um, but this is part of Rebel Readers. So um, people at a certain Patreon level get a masterclass on a book. So we all read the same book that and I deconstruct it. And then I take out like the tools and things that this author uses and show writers how to use them. So and then put them into their own work, which is cool. So um I ha- so I'm choosing this for two reasons. The first reason is that I enjoyed the book so much so that the reason I have a face full of makeup this morning is because my eyes are really puffy because I sobbed hysterically <laughs> last night whilst reading the, uh-huh. the book. Literally for the last 70 pages, I just cried. Um, and um, like if so any much- tears got on the book, we can't be friends. <laughs> no. uh, oh, yeah. You don't want to be friends with me anyway. Should we have a look at how many scribbles I've got in the book? Oh, look, 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 literally, hang on a second. Hang on, where is the mid page? I'm just going to show you the mid page. Oh my God, this is equivalent of me like seeing just like line after line of dead badges at the side of the road. Or me seeing bent spines, which I can't stand. Anyway, um, so I enjoyed the book, right? So that's the first thing. I actually enjoyed the book. I thought the book was great. Um, no spoilers at all, but um, it's it's very much in theme for the other the House of Cerulean Sea that I that I read. Um, the other reason I chose it is because I had forgotten how much joy I get from deconstructing a book. Like, and I can't remember. I think it was Caitlin that I was talking about, and I was like, in some ways, I really wish I had Dan's skill where I could just absorb and absorb the things but that's not how my brain works I have to deconstruct it to understand how it how each process operates um and and that gives me energy pennies and I went back to my um Clifton strengths report and there's literally a line line in there that basically says you enjoy like deconstructing things down to like to find out how things operate and then communicating those and I was like oh yeah that makes so much sense. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that is a thing that I'm going to keep doing. And I think that is going to help me run more masterclasses. So I'm just sort of intellecting on that. But yeah, really, really thoroughly enjoyed both the deconstruction and the the reading of it. And I now cannot wait to create some masterclass slides. Nice. So, yeah. yeah, I do want to add one very, very quick one because this just popped back into my head and it has brought me so much joy this week. Um, there's an Instagram account for a guy called uh, I'm, I, I, it's something like Francis Bourgeois and then there's a number after it he's a train spotter who is I'd say probably like mid-20s late-20s and he basically just stands at bridges and waits for trains and he tells you what trains are going to come and then the train comes past and if the train you know honks its horn or as he calls them like tones he laughs and he gets so much joy from just watching trains and my favorite part of this you have to watch the video to find out. We'll have to put a link in the um, in the show notes. But he has this sort of um, GoPro on his head at such an angle that when he's laughing and you see the delight in his face, it warps his face to almost look like Sid the Sloth <laughs> from Ice Age. And Amazing. it's clearly it's clearly done in a deliberate way. But he seems so like genuinely thrilled at these different trains that he sees, and like every time it pops up, it just it just fills me with joy. So we'll share that link. But yeah, yeah Francis Bourgeois. Yeah. Um... Okay, so weekly confessional. <clears throat> we uh, agreed yeah. to discuss 
accountability and how that was going to run. So, Dan, would you like to tell everyone what we have decided? Yeah, so I think this was also suggested by a few people in the comments and um, we we massively agreed. So we, we obviously want to level up kind of alongside you guys. So what we're going to do is we're going to set the quarterly challenges and then me and Sasha are obviously going to put in our typical accountability, but it'll be probably a bit more thoughtful and deliberate over what we achieve for those three months to level up our business. And then the forfeit that we you know assign to people who, I, I hate using the word fail, but don't quite hit their goals. Um, we will be a part of that as well but then we're also going to have our own separate forfeits that go on top of that so we haven't that's one thing we didn't decide is what we're going to do specifically for this one or we can just kind of like do that as a surprise thing if it happens yeah because then we could have potentially like people voting and get involved in things but yes that's what we're going to do we're going to go on that curtain we're going to you know ride the the train no it is next to the mic so i don't know yeah that was it yeah it was um but yeah so we're gonna you know ride it do it all with you guys and yeah it's going to be every three months now um and with that should we read out is it worth us saying like what our things are going to be for yeah yeah, so for uh this quarter i am going to one of these will hopefully happen either way move house um and then my three sort of businessy ones i'm going to be attending my coaching apprenticeship and i'm going to make sure that i action the tasks at the end of each session because you know i'm paying for this and it's valuable and i really want to i often find that i don't have time to do the follow-up stuff and i really want to envelop myself in you know what what is learned um i will have sorted out the activated authors 2022 calendar and also actions the first two months of content so i've got like a couple of big campaigns i want to run in january and february so i'll make sure that they're you know set up to go um and then i will be running an author survey for my productivity book because i want to get real author feedback to help inform some of the things i'm saying to make it as useful a book as possible when i finally get around to properly writing it next year excellent do you want me to read yours or have you got yours? Yes. <laughs> okay. Sasha will read 30 books this quarter. Uh, she's going to create a logo for the new thing. The thing is back. Yeah. Uh, create a I plan. have two things. So I'm just being a total jerk, but I have two things. So. <laughs> uh, we'll create a plan for a series of masterclasses and we'll edit the accepted anthology stories for the Rebel Author Anthology. Yep. Awesome. Um, okay. So we're on to the question of the week, are we not? no oh. quick uh so quick announcement for people the, this post will be up um when this podcast says i know we said this last week but it's been a busy week uh just a congratulations on the winners of the prizes for the quarter three challenge so john cronshaw you have won a 30 minute call with myself and sasha uh ida you have won a hardback copy of my self-publishing blueprint and ara has won the copy of your 10 steps to heroes workbook and well done for everyone to get involved i do want to say also just um a nod to Chelsea for filming her egg juggling. Yeah, I loved that. And I also loved Cassie's um, video as well. That yes. proper made me cackle. Mm-hmm. Um, can I just also point out, can the winners please uh, direct message us? That would be fantastic uh, with addresses and things. Perfecto. Yeah. Um, okay. So you know how we do this thing where like the question of the week gets filtered through the intro? We also haven't done comments. Oh, why is that not on oh yeah um so it's because i was looking at the wrong thing so uh, Ah. comments (laughs) okay comments from last week's how do you choose your genre i mean we have loads and they're all very long and very thoughtful um and unfortunately we have time to there were some some really long lovely uh, comments yeah yeah i'm just gonna nod to um carrie who says i was laughing so much and nearly choked on my coffee multiple times you so hilarious fantasy was kind of a given for me i've always loved reading it i would do online role playing with friends and we would come up with um with wild stories so some of those characters turn into a book cast since they've been in my head since high school 
Victoria says, I write what I love to read. Oh, there are, oh, there are other genres that I enjoy, but I always come back to cozy mysteries. And then Renee says, this week has been a week of epiphanies from, oh, I'm not lazy. I was just sick to a brilliant and beautiful young soul helping me to realize I'm putting too much pressure on myself to this week's episode. Thank you for the question, Dan. And thank you, Sasha, for reminding me that, that pressure stifles creativity. If I'm burned out on the day job, then I need to find another day job, not put all of this pressure on my fiction writing to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. It completely sucks the joy out of it and has made me avoid the keyboard. It stressed me out and I'm tired of being stressed. Whatever happens will happen and I will just keep writing what inspires me and what I love even if it is in three different genres or 20. I have some soul searching to do. And between the past week's sprints and this episode, it has helped me to decide to write something completely different through Nano and not with the intent to try and make money from it just because. Thanks, guys. So I just want to come back on that because mm-hmm. um, I think what you said to me just before we came on has solidified the decision in my brain. I... I'm very wise. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. I'm just not even going to dignify that with a response. Um, I have decided I will never write to market. I will never um, put that pressure on my fiction. I really love nonfiction and I don't mind the pressure being on that um, because it's fun in a different way, but I really just want to write the fiction that I want to write. And that's it. That's the end of it. Right there with you. Yeah. And so I am never going to worry about it making money. I am always going to try and push it and I'm always going to try and get it to make money, but I'm never going to worry about it making money. I can happily take the pressure of the nonfiction, making the money and that being the business and that's okay. And I don't think it was until just this morning that I had, I was actually genuinely okay. I think I was saying that and I, and I knew it, but I didn't feel it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I think, yeah, it it really, this morning I've kind of realized that actually that is the thing that I want to do for fun. And therefore I always want it to be the thing that brings joy, if that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Rather than it having that pressure associated with it. I feel like I write a better story if it's, you know really creatively satisfying and often it's the books that I read that are somewhat different so mongrels I read last week and kind of raved about that was so out of trope for horror like it still had a lot of the elements but it was so different that it it caught my attention and I loved it and it was beautiful so you know actually doing it for creativity instead of commercial and again it's not for everyone but I'm, I'm right there with you that's kind of where I'm going okay now oh, it's question of the week. Okay, so I am so excited to ask you this, and I really hope you go into detail as well. I'm so an Aries, you, and it, oh, no, and if you don't, I might push you a little bit to go into detail because I have had the benefit of thinking about this for two days, um, <clears throat> and I just I don't know if it's subconscious that we end up talking about the thing before we ask the question. But anyway, <laughs> um, <clears throat> do you know who Marie Kondo is? I am more than aware of Marie Kondo. Okay, so you know that she talks about this concept of sparking joy. Uh Uh-huh. I want to know what things in your business sparked that true, genuine joy, that soul lighting up, heart filling, body warming, genital tingling joy. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going off on two different tangents there? Which one did you want? The um, clean answer, please. <laughs> oh, where's the fun in that? Um, 
So like the one that, that jumps, because I think there's a few things that will hop around. One of the ones that has definitely popped up recently, like something that really lights my fire and makes me happy is when I'm running my writing sprints with the Activated Authors group and you can really tell there's like a fire in the group and the conversations are going and people are excited about something. And it's just, it's like just a good atmosphere and it really feels like a community. Um, and in those moments, it, you know, cause I ran the boot camp last year just as a one-off and it's kind of grown into this rolling thing. And there was a point very, very early last year when I was starting to look at sort of like seeding it into a regular thing that I was like, is this something I want to do? because it's not a small commitment to say to people like every month, every you know week, this is where we're sitting now. This is the thing like, uh, yeah, it's a thing I've got to commit to. And I was really on the fence, not about, you know, the people joining or the actual running of it, but just whether or not it was a direction I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And cause you know, you make one choice and you're removing another choice. Um, and what did that mean? And like they have like, for example, on Thursday this week, uh, we've had a few like the morning and the evening sprints so it was just it was just a good vibe it was just like people were supportive and you know they connect on like a level that transcends the actual writing and it's stuff that stuff where I can sit there and I can just be happy and you know either watch people talking or just there's that little thing of knowing that you're helping like facilitate this and I had a, a message from a new person that's joined Activated Authors this week who has basically said the exact reason why I put the community together which is they are fairly new to writing but they feel really isolated in what they're doing and they're just looking for a place where they can meet people and you know really connect on a human level because I think we join we join groups often to further our writing and we look for specific craft things or you know genre things and the point of activated authors is it's it's joining people on that human level and giving people like a home um so I mean that is genuinely one thing that 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 just brings me joy and then I mean, one of them is just seeing my books with my name on, on the shelf. Like, that's huge. The fact that I can just take a book that I've spent hours working on and hold the actual physical fruit of my labour and go, you know, I, I did this, this is cool. <laughs> it's, it's all right, isn't it? Bunch of, bunch of paper with words on. I did that. Um, I think I get I get a lot of excitement just by this is digging deep I get a lot of excitement by providing other people opportunities so I'm working on a thing at the minute which (laughs) it's my thing at the minute that is um secret it's gonna apply to activated authors in the new year but it involves bringing more people sort of into the the orbit of, of what I'm doing Obviously, I wrote a book on collaboration. Um, I'm writing a book with another author in November. Um, and I really just enjoy, I think I just enjoy sharing that process and learning from other people as well as trying to like cement my own learning and then trying to give something back as well. I'm surprised by how much of this is very, you know, people and non-fictiony, I guess. Um, I'm not. And just, just <laughs> and then finding something that really grabs my attention whether that's like a tv show or a book or a series oddly enough one thing that i'm paying more attention to with myself at the minute is i've gotten very good at reading the first books in series because i want to know 
whether or not the series is worth reading, but also how people shape that first book. But what I haven't done in ages is read through an entire series. Mm-hmm. Like the last time I did that was uh, Stephen King's Dark Tower, and that was about four years ago. So that's something I'm looking for. But when I, I think we said this on um, the last couple of episodes, actually, when I was reading The Priest of Blood by Douglas Clegg, like I was just, I was drinking every single word. Like I loved just that experience of getting to the page and reading it and finding out what's happening next and that kind of draw that hook that you have. We should, um, not this quarter, but next quarter, so quarter one, we should do a group reading challenge um, to Mm. finish series. Because I also have a few series that are unfinished that I really Mm. ought to finish. So maybe perhaps we could like write a list of the things that we've read the first books to and need to really finish the series and then sort of collectively be accountable for doing that. That would be cool. Because I'd like to yeah. do that as well, actually. I, ha- I, ha- I have got better at finishing series, um, but I have probably got five or six series that I've read the first yeah. book or two. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think, I mean, there are lots of little things. Um, I mean, one of them is just sitting in a coffee shop in a bookshop, in a bookshop and sitting down with like a latte just surrounded by books and just either reading or fiddling away on my laptop. I just, I just enjoy that smell and that atmosphere and that kind of just warm feeling. Mm. Bailey is that your business can be sparks joy in your business Bailey (laughs) okay (laughs) no like in in a very sort of um adjacent way if I haven't seen him for a weekend because he's been with his mum for certain things or like if I've had a really good weekend with him that helps fuel me and move me forward actually like enjoy the work I'm doing because it's on those times where I don't get the work done and I feel guilty when I'm around him because I have the work to do, but also spending time with him. So in a way that does affect my business too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I think there's a few answers there. Yeah. No, that's good. I okay. um, I wondered, I wondered where you would go with it. I wasn't sure. Obviously I had the, um, the, the benefit of knowing that this was what was going to, that, that I was going to ask. And so um, yeah. Funny enough, one of the things that I've written on my list is on your list, but in a slightly different way. So one of the things that brings me joy is seeing the book stack grow. So I and that is such a competition thing. But like I like to see the 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 measurement grow, like the the height of the book stack, like how yeah. high are all of the words that I've written, if that makes sense. So, yeah, that's I buy the, the books that, that I've ghostwritten just so I can add that to my pile. Yeah. <laughs> I would do that too like that doesn't surprise me in the slightest I would do that too um okay so some of the things that bring me joy well I've spoken about some of them um deconstruction I had forgotten how much joy like I have literally been ecstatic reading in this way um the thing that I need to make sure that I do with deconstruction is follow through and the reason I need to do that is because the other thing that brings me joy is lessons learned. Yes. <laughs> so like this is like task and finish. Right. So and, and funnily enough, in my bloody Clifton reports thing, it says you really like looking, reflecting on what you've done well and what 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 needs to be done better. Um, <clears throat> you need to reflect on your Clifton report a bit more. I know. <laughs> I know. Fucking thing, man. Honestly. Um, so, yeah, like I. I have so yeah it's what I do with the information in here going forward that also brings me joy so uh, and that content 
fuels the creation of nonfiction books for me. So I just need to go back to my roots, I think, and do the things that I was doing when I started this business, because uh, a lot of that I have stopped doing. And so, yeah, like that brings me deep, deep joy. Um, the other thing that brings me joy in this business is that feeling of home. Um, and whether that's like in the community, whether that's finding a genre that you love to read, whether that's finding like a genre that you love to write, like that feeling of coming home and knowing that what I'm doing is right. Like I was speaking to yeah. a new parent yesterday or this week, maybe two days ago um, in the playground and um, sort of they, they were new to the school and they were sort of talking about what they do and stuff. And there is such a difference between when I ask somebody what they do and when I reply and tell people what I do and I am so alive when I get to tell people what I do um and it really I find it painful to see that other people don't have that joy in with their jobs you know and some you know people are happy and that's fine if that you know but there is a difference I think where some people are really alive when they talk about their job anyway that wasn't I can't remember the feeling of home yeah and so this this I just love feeling like I found the place that I'm supposed to be. So that that's another thing. Um, there's a couple more. Um, playing with voice mm. at the moment is something that I'm is really giving me joy. Um, it used to be finding really good description or creating really good description. And I do still love that. But I think... I go through these phases of different bits of craft that I really love. And at the moment, the thing that's bringing me joy is playing with voice. Um, community, obviously. Uh, completing things. I mm -hmm. absolutely love. I, and I'd forgotten how much I love completing things. And that is really going to change how I work going forward. Um, so, yeah, I I, uh, I know, don't. I'm such a bell end, like not really realizing these things. Shut up. Um, but anyway, and then the thing. Um, so there's two last things. One is the web of connectivity. Interesting. Um, so that's a concept that I talk about in um, 10 Steps to Hero. Um, and it's basically this concept of making every single facet and aspect of your book connect. So like when your characters are representations of theme, when the obstacles in the book are an obstacle based on the theme, you know, like all of these things where where the whole story becomes more than like the sum of its parts. Mm -hmm. um, and I really like creating books where that's the case, because you can slap out a story um, where like these things aren't necessarily interconnected. And it's a story that is purely about plot or it's purely about a character. But I really, really derive great joy from creating stories where all of those things have been really mm. intentionally thought out and yeah. intentionally put in. And that's not to say a story that doesn't have a really hot, solid web of connectivity isn't well thought out. It's just the way that I'm explaining it. Like, this is the thing that I like to do. Um, mm. I lied, there's two more. Um, very quickly, <laughs> um, performing. I fucking love performing like I grew up as an actress like I don't know why I didn't know that that was a thing that I love but like I nearly became an actress I was a lead actress on a fucking tv show on CBBC like of course I'm gonna love performing um, no we're not 
fuck's sake. Do you know, I don't even have a copy of it. Like I've only got it on VHS. So I have to get it turned into CD, but I don't know how to do that. So I'm just like keeping these bloody VS, VHS videos. Anyway, um, not the point. Um, but I really, really love performing. And this is a performance. My podcast is a performance. Like it's not like, and I don't mean that to say that, you know, we're not. Yeah, I don't mean it in a disingenuous way. I just mean like, I get to have fun and like bring my highest energy. And, you know, because that's a very different podcast if we were just like sometimes how we are in sprints. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, And and the audio booking stuff, like I love that. That brings me joy. Like that performance side really, really, really don't like the technical editing side of it, but the performance side I love. And so, yeah, I am thinking about how I can do that going forward. And then last, but by no means least, because I probably left this to last because it's the most important. seeing impact yes so i love and i cannot explain to you how much i love hearing that i've made people laugh or that i have made learning fun or that i have helped somebody over a craft blockage or somebody has learned something from something I've said like I cannot describe the level of joy that I receive knowing that I have had an impact on somebody and that I have helped them grow and develop and make better prose make better stories like I love knowing that the things that I put in the world help people to write better Mm. And yeah, like, I don't think people realize how much authors appreciate hearing those things because like, I like, you know, I feel like I'm a parrot because I'm like, you know, every time somebody says something like that to me, I'm like, thank you so much. Like, I really appreciate it, but like, I really appreciate it. Like I genuinely do. Yeah. Appreciate sometimes comes across as quite dismissive, but it's really not. No, like, oh my God, I appreciate hearing that so much because like it, it, we don't know unless you tell us, we don't know if what we are doing is having an impact in the world. And so I'm so grateful that people take the time to, to tell us and to say, you know, this is, uh, this helped me or I loved this or they leave a review or whatever, because yeah, like it brings me so much joy knowing I'm having an impact, like and mm. a positive impact on people. Um, so, yeah. I still um, freak out a tiny bit of that sometimes. Like, do you ever have those moments where someone has sent a thing and said, oh, thanks to you, I've like gotten over this block and I now have no, now know how to move forward. And you're like, what if it was wrong? <laughs> what if I've not actually set them up in a good way? And it's just like my understanding, but it's not translated in the way that you want it to. No, Shit. I don't I, have I've... that. I, I think my <laughs> self-assurance, my self-assurance wouldn't, I don't understand what you're talking about. That is not a concept that I, I know I'm right. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> No, I get that every now and every like a uh, couple of weeks or like a few months or so, I'll have just a tiny moment where someone will contact me and I'll be like, oh, cool. I'm glad you got something from that in the back of my head. I'm going, God, I hope that was right. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what, do you know what the thing, the, the thing that I get that is, I suppose, a slight differentiation on a, a flight, slight variant on that is that I'm like, oh, I could have added more, yeah. but that's because I've learned more. So like, and also people aren't always ready to hear more. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So like if I ever go back into a second edition, I would probably make the villains book twice as big as it is because Mm -hmm. there's so many more things that I've learned and so many more things that I just didn't know back then. So, you know, I know I know 
that whatever I put out is the best that it can be at that point in time for mm. me. Um, but that's not to say that I, you know, cause then obviously I grow and develop and I can add more, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So sparking joy. Yeah. Mm. I thought you would like that question. I thought it mm. would hit your hashtag number four positivity. Um, yeah. It's tidy up with Marie Kondo still on Netflix. Yes. Well, I don't not... know why I devoured that series. Like when I, it first I... came out, I was like on it. And I was like, oh, that's a good way to fold some socks. <laughs> I but it did also, it. it was around the time I was looking into a lot of like minimalism stuff. And, you know, as I moved here, I got rid of a load of stuff. And as I moved to the new house, I'll probably be moving, uh, like minimizing even more. But I'm, I'm finding much more deliberate joy in selecting the things that I want in and around my life. So that's a yeah. big thing as well. Even with, even with writing. Stuff. I need to get yeah. rid of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Even with writing, just to like round off your question, I guess it's if you're not finding the things that spark joy, then is it really, are you doing the right things? Exactly. Because again, sustainability yeah. comes from enjoyment. Yeah. And that's kind of why I wanted to ask the question because I wanted to see if there would be any things that came up that you weren't doing. And I think, um, you know, I think that we, we have gone on this path of wibble wobbling to find the things that spark joy and I think we're at the point where we have cut the shit that doesn't Mm. and yeah so yeah I thought it was a well-timed question there we go so we don't have to do a um what are we doing next week at the end of the episode anymore we've got our thing that I'll post that up into the uh, Facebook group today so it's all there for people um but yeah Oh, wow I don't understand so we're not leveling up our business this week no that we actually are um okay so the question of the week for um the audience is uh what sparks joy for you right what what is that the question what what is that how I worded it in your what business sparks joy? what sparks joy what sparks joy in your business in your business yeah okay, okay. and we will see you next week bye 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 hungry for more if you enjoyed this podcast you can hear more of my angelic accent and dan's dulcet tones on our other podcasts for more of me check out the great writer share podcast for more of me listen to the rebel author podcast we'll be back next week holding each other to account as dan and sasha become next level authors how good are you at like actually plate spinning with plates covered in whipped cream not great just just asking for a friend not great (laughs) (laughs) not great at all